How's it guys? My name is Mark Haystack and you're listening to the Birding Life Youth Podcast. This is a throwback to an episode where my dad joined me for a chat about his perspective on birding. Bearing in mind, just like the rest of my family, he is not a birder. So take a listen. I hope you enjoy. So dad, welcome to the Birding Life Youth Podcast. Dad, it is, and that's not my name, that's my title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is the youth podcast, but uh, I don't mind having you on you. You're not that um, you're not that much of an inappropriate subject on the youth podcast today, because you are my dad. We're going to talk about some interesting subjects. Um, but I thought I'd open up with a icebreaker, just to give people a bit of a background as to your history of birding. What is your first experience with the Patagonia picnic table effect? I'm going to keep very quiet. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad it's called the birding life and not just like, let's talk birds or something. Cause yeah. I can't talk about birds. I don't know much <laughs> about that. So, um, I can tell, talk about birding life. So if you want to ask about my first experience of you with birds, we can go right back to when you were two years old. Well, okay. Maybe, should I let you do this? If you want. I trust you. Hmm? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, you, you, I've, I've heard some of your podcasts and you often say that like your first time that you realized that you liked birds was much, much later in life. But when you were two years old and we went to Mauritius, there were three things that you got involved in. Number one, you loved bananas. You yeah. just ate bananas. Okay. <laughs> and, and every morning and every afternoon and every time we went around the dining area, there were always little birds in the grass, on the grass, around and in the trees. And you just stood there and all you would say is birdie. Birdie, and <laughs> even at such a young age, they seemed to fascinate you. Yeah. So I think that it's um, it's a lot. It's been there a lot longer in you than what you realize. Yeah, no, that's possible. Because I always talk about, you know, there wasn't that one moment where it's just like, that's the bird that got me into birding. I've always talked about how when I was about fourteen, I I got into birding, but I I never know how. It, I think perhaps like the passion has always been in me, but it just sparked into my realization that I, I like it when I was 14 somehow. I'm not totally sure. Um, the interest always looked, seemed to be there. You would always point point out the birds. You know, when you were very, very young, you had a, a couple of things that interested you. The one is the fan. Right. You know, you, you listen to a fan at night because it's the white <laughs> noise. But when you were a baby, one of your first words was fan. I remember you sitting in the back in the car seat and you were strapped in and you were little and you couldn't really talk. But we drove past this building and we looked at you and you had your hand out like open like a big number five. And you were swiveling it like this and you're going. <laughs> and I thought, what is that? And it, was, and, and, and it developed to be a fan. And it was very similar with birds. I think you've always, birds are really, really cute. Indeed. And they, they're fluffy and they're sweet and they hop around and there's a very acute aspect and that somehow seemed to grab you. I think it might have developed after you started geocaching. 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 Yes. Do you know what geocaching was like? It, it was like you would go and you would hunt for this little treasure. Mm. And then you would find it and it was like a little thrill in finding this treasure. So it's like you found, it's almost like somebody goes hunting for gold, treasure hunting yeah. and gold and diamonds. And so every time you found your geocache, it was, oh, there's this joy that you had. 
Then all of a sudden you started rediscovering, I think, your interest and love for birds. You started learning about them, the different colors, the different shapes, the different sizes, the beaks, the shape of the legs, the feet, some yeah. of them with their legs going forward. And I don't want to talk about birds because I'm a moron <laughs> when it comes to birds. But in terms of the birding life, that started coming alive. And now I even say to people now, you know what, birding is so amazing for Mark because He'll go out and every time he sees a slightly unusual bird, it's like he's rediscovered another treasure and the joy is overwhelming. It is exactly like that, yeah. And that's why it's so easy to see the, the quality of the, of the interactions with the people is everybody's just so excited because every time there's like a new bird, I mean, Mark, you got, you got us up at three o'clock in the morning for goodness sake, <laughs> to drag you an hour and a half down, no, not quite an hour and a half, an hour down the road to get picked up by somebody to take you go and twitch a bird in Cape Town. You stayed yeah. there for 15 minutes and you drove the whole way back. <laughs> and I looked at that on the surface and I went, is he crazy? But you came back with this big beaming smile on your face and yeah. it, it was the talking in the car on the way. Yeah. It was the arriving, oh, are we going to find it? Then the discovery, the excitement, the talking it on the way back, the stopping off at little places, mm. seeing other birds along the way, sharing that with other people. And I think that's why it's it's not about birding. It's it's actually the birding life. Yeah, it, totally. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the best Twitches ever. Hashtag long-toed lapwing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but that was, that was one of the best Twitches ever. It was a get-together with three, four other people that I knew. We drove in the car, literally three o'clock in the morning. Well, literally. It, it, was the <laughs> it was the night before that, it was, it, was the, it was the day that it had first been reported, the long-toed lapwing. So get a call from uh, this, this friend, uh, bird friender, friend birder, excuse my language, um, from just down the road in, in Mossel Bay. And he says, you can get a lift with me. Uh, your friend can come with, and we're going to drive to Cape Town tomorrow. If you can make it to Mossel Bay, which is like an hour's drive away. Yeah, other side of Mossel Bay was about oh, just under an hour. Yeah, if you can get to Mossel Bay at 3 a.m. in the morning. So it was the night before I was phoning him, or he was phoning me. And I said, uh, <clears throat> so I put the phone down after he called me. <laughs> Bearing in mind you were 15, you didn't have your own driver's license, yeah. and mom or dad had to wake up and take you. <laughs> yes. So I put the phone down. I walk into the living room, living room where mom and dad are, and I said to you, dad, um, dad, I've got something to tell you. <laughs> it's not a question. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. And then... I don't know how, how I got you to do that. It was something else. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, what's so exciting is that, you know, there were a couple of switches that I had to make in terms of appreciating your life as a birder and the birding life that you have is that number one was what I mentioned earlier is that every time you saw a bird, it was like a treasure that you discovered and there was this joy in finding it. Okay, every now and then it was while we were driving in the car and you would scream, dad, dad, and I nearly have a car accident because I wasn't sure at yeah. that stage what you were screaming at. But in seeing it, there was such excitement. And and that, that's nice as a dad to see that. So, so that was the one thing that, that kind of happened. The other one was the the other things that, that gets me to do stuff like that is it's taken you so many places. I mean, you always talk about your pelagic. Right. Until you mentioned the word pelagic, I thought it had something to do with somebody who was sick in medicine. But it's the, the water trips, you know, like pelagic, like a paraplegic is, you know. <laughs> what is but, that? But, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. What is that? And it's the trip out to sea. But then you also came and you tell us the stories about seeing, what, what were they, orcas? Orcas. Orcas. I mean, yeah. they're so rare. Mm -hmm. And you saw how many? Three. 
Three or, we managed to see four. Three or four orcas mm. swimming around in Neisner. Why yep. are you going to look at the birds? And I go, wow, I mean, those are experiences that even if I don't like birds, or, yes, no, like, I don't dislike birds, please don't get me wrong. I, do, no, I always say nice. to people, yeah, I always say to people like, <laughs> golf is the dumbest game in the world. And and um, <laughs> the only reason I say that actually is because I'm so bad at playing yeah. golf <laughs> and I don't like doing things badly. So going out on birding trips, I know so little about it and I haven't got the time to learn about it myself in the, in the short space that birders do that, that I kind of go, Ooh, I don't really have an interest because I don't know enough. But the birding life isn't just about those birds. When you mentioned the orcas, and you yeah. mentioned, oh, Dad, I'm walking and I think it might be leopard uh, claws on this tree. Yeah. Like my antenna goes up. Because I don't need to know an enormous amount about those things to enjoy an experience. So for that reason, Mark, uh, don't do it too often, please. But um, <laughs> if there's a twitch and I've got to get you up at three o'clock in the morning and we've got to take you through and then I can come home and sleep so that you can go and do it. Yeah. What a pleasure because uh, it's just a joy, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I get to come home with some epic stories to tell you. Yeah, which often bore me to tears. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. No, I, I, I'm sure you're not in some some ways. Yes. <laughs> you know, when you start talking about what was the what was the picnic table bird that Patagonia you Patagonia picnic okay. table. So you kind of say these words, and 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 I know you made a joke about it, but you almost assume that I know what you're talking about. <laughs> or you say, "Do you remember that bird that we saw the da 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 on that time?" And I look at you blankly, like a blank stare. Right. No, I have no idea. <laughs> but I love that you love it. I love that it's there. And, and I think it's amazing. I mean, the people that you've met, the mm. quality of people that you've met. And you know what I've noticed about the quality of people? It's not like the quality of old people. It's not the quality of the grown-ups. It's not the quality of the kids. All the people that I've met, whether they're youngsters, whether they're young adults, whether they're young parents, or whether they are, let's say, young seniors, they're all lovely, lovely people and they're generous and they're considerate and they are, um, I don't know, conscientious, funny, some of them, mm. but they're really, really nice people. Yeah. So it seems to be a, a really lovely culture, that which is, as a dad, I enjoy. Yeah, that is the main, like the aim of birding. It's to have, it's, you know, uh, in, in the beginning, it's, you know, me wanting to go find some birds for myself to enjoy it and, or to you know, however you start, if it's just to check the birds' behavior out, if you want to see what birds in your area, if you're just a bird lover, you like putting bird feeders out in your garden, you know, or or you like ticking birds off, it, it, it develops into you enjoying the community of birders around you and building relationships with those who see birds in your area, tell stories about stuff that happens. And that's, for me, I, I see that as the main objective and aim of, of being in a birding community because you get to make relationships with these other people who have similar interests, whether they're the same age or like a big age difference, um, they can become your friends. And I've, I've managed to do that actually with quite a few people. It's really nice, you know, it's, it's so difficult to, to meet people um, who are like-minded in like a normal sphere of the normal school day, mm. et cetera. Now it's easy in the school environment, but when you have a specific interest, it's quite difficult to meet people unless there's a way of connecting. And, mm -hmm. and I, I, I mean, what's, what's the name of the guy who you recently spoke to from, I think, is, is it KwaZulu-Natal? 
There's mm. two guys in KwaZulu-Natal. Yeah, two of the Birding Life ambassadors. Okay, so, I mean, now you've met guys, and it's like in the old days, we used to have pen pals before we had email. We used to write people letters. Okay, I didn't do that, but I know people who did. Uh, and they had these relationships with people all around the world, and then email came, and, and, and you've got relationships with youngsters who've got similar interests. I've taken you to see people from Pretoria. I've taken you to see people um, who've come up here from other places in the country. You've met guys in KwaZulu-Natal. You've got other friends in KwaZulu-Natal. Well, no, got... I haven't met anyone there yet. Well, well not face-to-face. -face. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you haven't course. met them face-to-face, -face, but you spent until one o'clock in the morning the other night. Yeah. On a, on a, what was it, a Google Meet? It was a Zoom meeting. A Zoom meeting. Or Zoom cool. chat. And you guys yeah. just got on. And I mean, I was lying in bed, giggling my head off, going, yeah, this this really is what's so beautiful about the birding life. Yeah. And you spoke about stuff and you were excited about stuff. And it wasn't, it wasn't useless stuff. It's useful. I mean, oh, well, uh, how useful is birding? Well, it's a heck of a lot more useful than I think gaming. Although I don't want to hold it against <laughs> the gamers, but you know, I don't understand that life in, at, at all or see value in it. Where here I'm seeing, you know, the logo that we came or the slogan that we came up for the for the life adventures was log off and get out. Yeah, and that spells logo, so yeah. it's like log off and get out. Now it doesn't mean that technology is not valuable, but there is a time to put it in its place switch it off, get outside mm. and just enjoy it, climb a tree, uh, walk up a mountain um, and scratch yourself. You know, I mean, that's, that's boy stuff, isn't it? That's yeah. also girl stuff. But I mean, that's the stuff that we enjoy. It's, it's like, I always say to people when I was like 30, getting an injury slowed me down. Now that I'm 50, getting an injury reminds me that I'm still playing a game. Yeah. Um, but it's about it's not about getting the injuries, but there's a reminder that at least you're doing something and it's exciting and fulfilling mm. you. So yeah, and it's I think I think it's very nice. Birding um, birding is it's very much you know, you can get the they say in like men, it awakens the the inner army man and the guy. Because okay. you always dress in khaki, you always dressing to camouflage. No, I don't. You <laughs> well, no. the, birder. the birder. If you're a birder, you do. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, okay, I do. Uh, yeah. I do. So, yes. you know, it, it's, it's that feeling of, I've realized it as well. I mean, when I was younger, we was just, I always used to play like army, army guys with my friends, bad guys, good guys, you know, Nerf guns, shooting each other around. And when I started birding, you know, over the years, I say the years, it's been like five years. Mm. Um, I've started to understand and, and realize that it's really like there's this feeling of being in the wild, you know, being you're in the game, you're in the game. That's, that's the word. You know? Yeah, you know, that's it. I think that's what you're saying there is so important because, you know, life's quite difficult. Right. You know, and from young, all the boys and many of the girls, certainly all the boys that I know, the first, one of the first things we do is we rough and tumble. We play with each other. It's not always to win. It's just to be in the game. Mm. And then we'll, we'll climb a tree or we'll scale a wall. And as, useless moron men <laughs> and i say that with a tongue in cheek what do we do we go yay it's like we lift our hands as if we've beaten a challenge and it's like it's an adventure and everything you're describing is an answer to the call to adventure that is built into us yeah that's what it is there's a call to adventure that is built into us as people and doing stuff like this is an answer to the call to adventure mm. You know, some guys go hunting and they use guns, and I don't necessarily have a problem with that. Other guys go out the hunting and they use cameras, both where they're shooting the animal. It's about capturing the animal. It's about stalking. It's about getting there. It's about ex experiencing an aspect of 
the world and nature and life around us that is, is it's becoming more and more rare. Yeah. And you can still be in the game. And I think that's fun. That's yeah. fun. I'm enjoying both aspects of it. Although when we go actually looking for birding, I don't, I'll never keep up with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Do you remember the birding big day? Oh, yeah. Okay. W w was it the last one where you... It might have been, it doesn't matter. So the birding big day helped me because you went at midnight right. and you went birding <laughs> until the next midnight. <laughs> and then I contacted you the next morning and you'd been up since hot past four in the morning birding again the next day. <laughs> and I went, what on earth has he not had enough of birding? Uh, and what, what, how that helped me was this. It's like me going birding with you is like, me trying to go run with um, the comrades marathon runner, runner just for fun. I can never ever keep up, but I, I realize I just mustn't get in your way. I must just find a way to allow you to do it so that you can go and express. Otherwise, I'm going to slow you down. So for now, now it's easy for me. It's like, okay, let's go. We get in the car. We go, you go bird, run around like mad. And I'm going to go sit and eat a pizza and have a cold drink and mm. walk around the gardens and maybe go and check out yeah. how they make the bread or whatever one of the that best, interests me. Yeah, one of, one of the best ex um, examples of that experience I had was when we we went on a, a, a drive, just me and you, to Stanford. Yes. And it was this little village close to Hermanus in the Western Cape. And we'd never been there before. So we had a little cottage that we were staying in for the weekend or something. Yes. And uh, yeah, it was, I think we got there, settled down, and then I said, can I go birding? Like, yeah, go. <laughs> <laughs> I had to phone you nine o'clock that night to come out. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure what time I started, but no, it was really nice just exploring the village. It was quite a small, quaint village, quite safe. Mm. There was nice like, waterways. Yeah. yeah. Little, little rivers running through it, like riparian thickets, and then there was a dam there, little bird hide, um, Willem Apple bird hide, I still remember it. But yeah, very cool. Nice to just scout the place out, and then I got home. I think you were sleeping when I got home or something. I don't know. No, no, no. I think I, I, it doesn't matter. But, uh, but it was uh, you, went, you left before dark and you got back after yeah. nine. Yeah. I was like, hi, how was your day? <laughs> but yeah. that's it. It, it. It's just go. That, yeah. that, was, that was really nice because in the morning you went out again. And mm. it was just, okay, stay in touch. And then you came and you said, okay, you wanted to go. Remember you went on that riverboat trip? Yes. And um, it wasn't something I wanted to do. But you wanted to go and do it. And I just said, well, you go do that. And then I went to, there was a, was it a wine farm down the road? There's a wine farm there. And there's also um, a brewery okay. on a farm. And they've got a restaurant there and everything. And I just enjoy that stuff, seeing how they cook the food. And they, nice. Off you go. It's it like, works well. It does. I enjoy it's, it. It's like <laughs> what, I, what I need to do, what I know that I need to do is just go, just wind him up and let him go. <laughs> but to try and keep up with you is impossible. Um, it really would like, be like me trying to keep up with a comrades marathon runner mm. on the day. Well, I know that fancy peacock. Yes. He's, he, uh, you bought me mm -hmm. a really cool birthday present when I was 16. Yes. You bought me. Cause I'm <laughs> a really cool dad. Fancy's bird book for kids. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I really didn't care that it was, it was for kids. It's such a cool book. In fact, let me get it now. There's something Go. interesting. I have to read to you from it. <clears throat> okay. Let's see. Here is this little section here. Let's see. Contents for parents. This is an interesting section. Uh, that heading there, birding, is not Should just I read about. It? Yeah. Okay. Give it a read. All right. Let's be honest. Birds are small, fast, and inexplicably distrustful. 
And looking through binoculars is a challenge to younger children, but no matter, a birding trip will inevitably lead to all sorts of other outdoor escapades. A dip in a rock pool, wading through a swamp, finding bugs, geckos, frogs, and other hands-on animals. Finding not so hands-on creatures like scorpions and snakes, stalking, scrambling, crawling, climbing, slipping, jumping, falling, <laughs> don't let your mother hear this, <laughs> using flashlights to look for mysterious glowing eyes at night, peering through the little windows of bird hides, finding a nest of eggs, marveling at the beautiful feathers of a dead bird, following a small road through a bush to see where it goes, in a word, fun. Yeah, I think, you know, as a dad, I can say Francie's spot on on that. Um, <laughs> I mean, we've even had some of that fun. Although I don't necessarily always enjoy um, the, or know how to enjoy every bird because I don't know the differences as much. We've had a lot of fun doing it. And I'm, I'm learning about birds. The other day somebody <laughs> said, oh, look at that bird. And I went, hey, that's a dronga. And they were like, oh, you know about birds? I said, I know about that one. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, and now, now I can identify the, the Jackie Hangman. That's the one I was thinking about the other day. And then what's the one with the little yellow bum that flew past the car at 120 k's an hour that you spotted it like one kilometer away, which I still don't believe that, in. That was Cape Bulbul. The Cape Bulbul, the one with a little crown yeah, on we, the head. We were driving at 120 kilometers an hour. Yeah, but the bird was also flying pretty fast. <laughs> this is what's so amazing to me. I mean, it, it caught me. We're driving in the car. I can tell the story for the guys. So we're driving in the car. <laughs> and I see like this little flash of a bird going past. And Mark goes, hey, dad, look, that's a what's his name? And I went, there's no Mark. We're traveling at 120 kilometers an hour in that direction. The bird's just thrown from our right to our left straight across at about 150 to 200 meters in front of us. And you telling me you can tell me what that bird is. And you said, yes, it's got a little yellow bum. Yep. But how do you, I can't even see the little yellow bum of the birds sitting still with its bum in the air. You can see it at that distance. But I mean, you can identify birds just like that. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, so that aspect I can't enjoy with you because I don't know as much. But the other aspects are really fun. Um, we went for a walk in the mountain the other day up to the cross. Right. Nice, difficult, not not difficult walk, but the one part that's quite challenging and stuff. And you saw birds and you saw right. certain plants and just experiencing that time with you is a real pleasure, chap. I just right. said pleasure. <laughs> I think it's because uh, I've got to start my dad duties soon and go cook dinner and stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah and I'm getting pretty hungry, so you better hurry up. Well, <laughs> don't get cheeky now, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, now Mark. Ah, brilliant. Huh? I think that... Mm. Walking this journey with you is just an absolute pleasure. And if I can offer to other parents out there to encourage your children who show any interest in the wildlife, whether it be birds or reptiles or amphibians or part of those are the snakes or whether it be animals, creatures, bugs, trees, anything. Um, it really is a, a wonderful experience and it seems to be quite a, a special life for you guys. Mm. It's very cool. And, um, Starting off birding, uh, well, I st actually started off with my first interest in nature being mammals, you know, like mostly animals that, you know, you see on uh, National Geographic or something, the big lions, the big five, that always, you know, stirred me up. That was, a, that was a cool thing about nature. Then I started getting into birding and it really makes you appreciate the smaller things. And as I said in one of my poems, it opened many doors for me um, from learning about the fishing king to animals with paws. It opened many doors, like that kind of thing, and it it, it really was a. It opened many doors for me to, to to go explore different parts of nature, 
and it's it's really boosted my life if i can say to you to have something to look forward to 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 have a it gives a slight purpose to life for for us as, as birders um the yeah. call to adventure yeah that's it well i'm gonna answer the call to not adventure but cook cool and get dinner <laughs> ready for us okay cool thanks dad thanks mark been a pleasure like all right guys if you enjoyed listening to this podcast like and subscribe to all our social media platforms and you can have a look at our new podcast episodes on all your favorite podcast apps until next time happy birding and be blessed <laughs>